welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is our final episode of What Alice Found. The story is coming to its conclusion. It's getting creepy. You know what that uh, means? I get a holiday. Yeah, yeah, we get a holiday. We get a little I'm, break after I'm this. Done. That'll be nice. <laughs> uh, every episode, we have guests come on and solve an escape room created by Danny. It's an escape room that's pretty much an audio only escape room, though there's, there'll, there'll be a few images. And this episode, we have some great <laughs> guests who are gregarious and will use their <laughs> guile and gusto to get. Good results in this escape room. It's good job, Brain. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Great job. Welcome. Uh, Do each of you want to say hi and say your name so that our listeners will be able to match a name to a voice? Of course. I'll go first. Hello. I am Karen from Good Job Brain. And I'm Colin. Happy to be here. I'm Dana, and I am a big, big fan of this podcast. <laughs> and I'm Chris from Good Job Brain. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So two of you are from Good Job Brain. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I have to say in response, I am a very big fan of the podcast Good Job Brain. It was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And haven't stopped. Yeah, look, for anybody who hasn't listened to Good Job Brain, I think it's one of the one of the best trivia podcasts out there. Everybody listening knows how much we like trivia. Uh, Good Job Brain is just a... It's the best show that gives a mix of trivia questions, mini games, and the interesting stories and facts that you need to yeah. know for trivia. If there's an element of trivia you like, it's in Good Job Brain, and you should go and listen. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful show, uh, but now we're going to make them... Uh, do puzzles and puzzles are different than trivia so we'll see how well they go (laughs) so um we always have questions for our guests based on what this show is so uh for all of you i suppose a free-for-all of shouting over each other uh what is your escape room experience in life Oh, Chris, please. Okay, yeah, let me jump in. So I've done a lot of escape rooms. Um, in fact, uh, I was so I was thinking about this because I knew we would have to answer this question. And I can tell you certainly that um, Karen and I in the late uh, 2000s did uh, Five Wits' uh, thing, Tomb, out in, in Boston, Massachusetts, which was considered to be a precursor, actually, of the escape room business. It must um, have been. It, that it is early. It is, yeah. And it's very similar, although it's a super high production value videos and lasers and everything like that. I think they still run it. Um, and then, in fact, um, I did the, the first escape room in the U.S., which was Scraps. Uh, I mean, literally, ah. the thing was called, like, Escape the Room. Um, and um, come up it, with a title like that ridiculous it was uh, well it was the only one and it was uh we lost we lost because um uh, it's i don't know the the scrap rooms like the room was so they do a lot of things they did a lot of things in that room that they don't do anymore that room was full of garbage that room was full. <laughs> there were literally i mean i swear to god 200 little doodads in that room that were red herrings oh, wow. There was nothing. Oh, no. And we had, and the problem is also at that point, it was the first escape room. So nobody really knew that, like, Mm. you needed to have an escape room team that goes in the room alone and does the room Mm. with your team. So we just bought, I mean, all anybody did, we bought tickets. So four of us went in, but there were 12 people ish in the room. So it was Ah. us and eight people who had no idea what they were doing. So it was literally just 12 people walking up to a shelf 
picking up an item, looking at it, putting it back on the shelf. And literally some of these people, they were standing in line behind each other. And they, the one person would walk away from the shelf and the other person would go to the same shelf and look at all the same items. Finally, Tyler, one of our friends who was doing this with us, he kind of realized, well, we, there was this box we had to unlock. Maybe this is a long-winded story, but maybe you'll enjoy this. Um, we had to <laughs> unlock this box and it had four locks on it. And the final lock had to be opened with an Allen wrench. So we're screaming to everybody in the room like, if you are playing with stuff, you're not looking for a little Allen wrench right now. You are not helping us. <laughs> and the people at Scrap had put the Allen wrench they had a hotel ice bucket. Again, 200 things in the room. One of them was a nondescript hotel ice bucket. Nothing on the underside of the lid. Nothing on the underside of the bucket. Nothing in the bucket. The ice bucket, if you took the top of the ice bucket and you unscrewed the lid <laughs> and you opened up the what turned out to be a two-part lid of this hotel ice oh, bucket. Oh, no. Masking taped to the inside <laughs> of the lid was an Allen wrench. And that was how you were supposed to find the Allen wrench by disassembling a lid oh, of an wow. ice bucket. We lost the room. <laughs> yeah. um, That's bad. And yeah, but 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 it did not deter us from uh, you know, doing a lot more well escape done. rooms. And we've had and I've done a lot with Karen and we we we've had more success than that, uh, certainly in the in the future. <laughs> Uh, and and everybody, Karen obviously did a lot of rooms with with Chris. You have good escape room experience outside oh. of that scrap room. <laughs> yeah, I I in my in my former life, uh, uh, pre baby, uh, I used to run. Uh, it was my goal to run a marathon in every state. So for a while, mm. I was traveling a lot. And some you know, and, and when you're in a new place, uh, they're usually it's it. Escape rooms now have, they're in like almost every city. And so it was always my tradition to find a, like an escape room um, at whatever city I was going to run a marathon in and, and do it. And I've done some amazing ones from like different corners of the country. So I think mm. Little Rock, Arkansas, it's called Mystery House was really good. Mm. Um, I've, we've done some really modern ones in New York City as well. So it's it's a fun friend activity. <laughs> mm. And again, like Chris said, when sometimes you're paired up with random people, <laughs> yeah. it kind of <laughs> takes the fun out of it. Actually, I think I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I did one and uh, it was a bunch of probably high schoolers, maybe junior high. Uh, <laughs> and they were probably 15 and it was in a themed kind of 1950s army uh, area 51 kind of room. <laughs> okay. And so all the technology there were like, you know, gas mask, very old and such. And we had a, a cassette tape player. And these kids were like, I don't know what to do. We had the tape. We had the machine. <laughs> and they're like, we don't know. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, no. There's no touch screen on it. How do you operate it? I but can't the, the, believe 
believe it. I believe the oh. back half of that story, Karen, was that you put the tape in and it wasn't immediately just like, da -na 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 -na, and you were like, dial 8675309 on the telephone. <laughs> it was, it was. You, you, you put the tape in and it started playing Jenny. And and of course, everybody's like, what do we do? We're like, we got to dial the 8675309, come on, oh. man. Imagine being, wow. the, imagine being the kid in that room who literally just hears a guitar lick and Karen immediately tells you to dial a certain a number. number on the telephone. Yeah. Like, I would think, no I would think she'd been like, brainwashed by a foreign army. It's like she hears a musical <laughs> note and there's a code that she spits out. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, wonderful. Uh, and, and Colin and, and Dana, you've been left out of all this escape room talk. They obviously don't invite you. Uh, oh, no, no. We've been invited, but we've also heard the ice bucket story, and it's terrifying. And it's like, oh, no, I'm going to ruin this game for them. I'm going to stay out of the way. Uh, so I've only gone three times to an escape room with my mom, who uh, is terrible at escape rooms, but really likes doing family events. And luckily, my brother-in-law is really good at solving puzzles. So we, we've, we've won each of them. But uh, with no help from my parents at all. <laughs> I, I, having met Dana's mom, I can I can picture her there just being like, you know what? I don't care if we escape as long as everyone has a good yeah. time. That, That's yeah. exactly ex yeah. word for word what she says. And she's, she's like, I'm glad oh. we're just making memories. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's um, I don't I don't think I'm exaggerating to say that probably 99% of everything I know about escape rooms comes from Chris and Karen. Yeah. Just their stories. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've, I think I did one years ago and it was a bad, it was one of those things. Like I, I get really agitated if I'm in a group with non friends or people I don't know, like no, you say, it was sure. just, it was not a good, it was not a good situation for me. I'm very competitive and you know, <laughs> it's like, there's a weird line where you can't yell at like strangers and their yeah. children, you know? So you can't? Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, my most recent escape room experience actually was 100% virtual. My uh, my work short, shortly after, shortly after we went into uh, you know lockdown quarantine over here. Yeah, we did a like a, a kind of a team building thing online. So we did a, mm. a pure 100% over Zoom um, escape room, and and that was fun. And and that was with people that I knew and could at least collaborate with. But <laughs> yeah, we 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 run the range here in terms of experience. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, lovely. The other element of this show is that it's escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing style. What are all of your tabletop role-playing experience? Are you all big Dungeons and Dragons fans? Yeah. yeah. Actually, this is the Dana, part where yeah. it's like I have a lot of... Ex I've been doing it for over 10 years now. So nice. when I, I work in... Or I used to work in video game companies. And so people would play mm -hmm. at lunch. So I did lunchtime role-playing. And then... Oh. um. And then after, like our office closed, we still play. We still meet every weekend to play. So we did Pathfinder, like a four-year Pathfinder mm. session. Nice. And um, now we're on to Starfinder. Um, oh, cool. Lovely. I um, this sounds very Berkeley and and, and <laughs> artsy, but I was involved with with a game called Nobilis. And Ooh. you played basically a god of a certain domain. You get to choose Ooh. your domain. 
And hmm. uh, I believe I chose biology because it because I'm so cool. <laughs> um, and other people had like you know I'm I'm the god of like something badass and I was like oh, I'm biology and so <laughs> the, the role playing is like I can control things that are are related to biology in 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 these different scenarios by GM there wasn't really a system maybe there was mm. but the system was very subjective versus like oh you know this this monster has a rating of this and then we need to roll yeah. these dice you know and i i kind of like that better um mm. but you know give things a try with my very free-spirited <laughs> yeah. friends i've always been it. very uh dnt and role and rpg adjacent in my friend group mm. so i've never been hardcore player myself uh, some of those sessions that dana mentioned at our old work uh, we used to work together dana and karen and I. I would sit in at lunch and just because i like to just watch the teams play and in particular i was always really fascinated by whoever's running the session like i like i love the just mm. the thought and the world building and the planning that goes into it i don't even need to necessarily play as part of the party myself to to appreciate it yeah so i've been around a lot mm-hmm. of D and gurps players and mm. some other just various systems over the years yeah but uh yeah it's always been kind of something i've more spectator sport for me so but i i, I definitely feel like i've absorbed a lot of knowledge mm. oh, all right, right. And, uh, uh, and chris do you have any tabletop role playing no i tried it once i tried it once and, and it wasn't for me <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't my thing. I got, I got, well, I got, I mean, I, you know, they say it's like a gateway into like devil worship, right? I got, <laughs> way, I got way into devil worship. Had to you reel took the that wrong sucker in. thing away from it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You I think so. Given the people the I end. played with who were uh, Satanists. <laughs> no, I drink, oh, no, but but seriously, no. I actually did. I actually did like play like two. Like a, a friend set up a D and D campaign. I did it for two weeks and was like, I, I don't know. It just wasn't was wasn't my thing. But I mean, obviously, all the the, the friends that I've had throughout my life, I've I've had like a million different opportunities to to do it because like seems like everybody else is into it, including all mm. these guys. All right, we should get into the room. We we should just get straight into it. Yeah, I think. we gotta finish this bad boy. We gotta we gotta actually play. Uh, Danny, would you like to uh, whisk us away to a world sure. of adventure? Everyone feeling ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. You step into the elevator. You press the button for the top floor, and the doors close behind you. You exhale and remind yourself of exactly what you've been told. I've been exactly where you are. The stranger said to you after steering you away from the party. Quite some time ago now, the whole show, the whole escape. Some details were different. The guy who played my boss retired, so you got a different Mr. Howe. And we all get a different Blake, for obvious reasons. Our own special, personalized love interests. (laughs) The idea of more people going through this made me sick. But I was on my own. I couldn't do anything about it. Then, at the end of the next person's term, I figured out a plan. Went back and found some of the old me's, gathered up the new ones, and we worked out what we needed to do. Unfortunately, we haven't had much luck so far. But watching you, we hope you'll be the trump card we've been waiting for. He introduced you to the other you's, 
Eight more of them, making nine people who were all forced into an escape room with a boss named Mr. Howe, who struggled to unlock their wedding cake, who left a fiancé named Blake, who put together an elaborate escape plan with help from a Leilani, who found themselves promoted from inadvertent TV star to... uh, Take this money and shut up. Nine people, very sick of pretending to be fine with what happened to them. Nine people who have watched you for years, waiting for you to join them. And they explain the plan. Wait until the night before your final season is supposed to premiere. All the production company will be working hard, getting everything in order for the big day, praying it'll get done in a timely manner so they won't have to go too deep into overtime. Your allies will cause a distraction, setting off an evacuation alarm, forcing them all out. And that's when you'll enter, unseen. And mess everything up, you ask your new friends? If that's what they are. Eh, Not at first. These people know what they're doing. A few small glitches here and there, they'll be able to put right. We need to get everything in one fell swoop. And there's one key to doing that. The Central Command Unit. The Central Command Unit, you learn, is the master machine that basically controls the show's operation. It processes the recordings, the music, the paychecks. Everything is kept in there. And it has one big delete-all option. But it needs to have everything uploaded to it before you delete. Otherwise, they may be able to salvage something. That's why we're waiting until the last minute, hoping that they'll have already finished all the work and you can just walk in and press a button. But if they haven't... I'm sorry, you may have to actually do some of their job for them first. Get all the information into that CCU, and then destroy it all. It's hard to trust anyone, but you do not think you're being lied to about this. So, you step out of the elevator into a narrow hallway. Immediately, at the opposite end, you spot your goal, the central command unit. It's right there! And it's got a glass wall and door in front of it, which look very much locked. Well, I mean, you've still got to make sure that all the show's data and records are where they're supposed to be anyway, so no rush. There's a single door to your left and to your right. And right beside the elevator doors is a box labelled Complaints. Well, this is it. It's time to take control. Oh, we should check the, we should check the door we came in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I learned that from Dana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good when people have listened. <laughs> All right, you turn straight around. You look at that elevator. You don't need to go back inside. You know that there wasn't anything extraordinary in there. But from the outside, you take a look. And the most interesting part about it is it's got those little light-up numbers above the doors that tell you what floor the elevator is on. But these ones definitely must be broken because a whole bunch of them are lit up at once. You see, the one, the four, the five, the six, the eight, and the nine, all lit up. Okay. All right. Hey. All right. Are there any Are there any buttons or anything like that, like on the elevator or anything we can interact with? Uh, theoretically, you could get straight back in and leave again, but something tells you it's probably not quite the time. Okay. What floor are we on? Are we on the ninth floor? Is that is that safe to assume? I think somewhere in my notes I may have said 10th floor, but ah. it doesn't, it, it clearly doesn't matter too much. All right. Okay. All right. Let's check the suggestion box. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Complaints. Yeah. 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 Complaints. Suggestion box. Such a nice way of putting it. Bill, are you ready with this? <laughs> so the box itself, 
nothing too exciting, but the lid comes off easily, and inside you see three small pieces of paper. Three complaints. So you take them out, and you have a read of them one by one, and when he is ready, Bill is going to send those to you. Uh, yes, so for anybody at home, you can see uh, there's a link to these complaints uh, in the show notes below. Uh, but Colin, would you like to read at least the first complaint? You can maybe take it in turns. I'll be happy to read the first one. Okay. Uh, date, 15 December. Department, editing, re, tape storage. Everyone has to be more careful with the tapes of old episodes. We still use them. They're vital for flashbacks, reshoots, continuity checking, etc. There are some that would cripple the show if they were lost. Put all SD cards back in boxes immediately after viewing. Better yet, transfer data off them and onto the CC. Date, 16 December. Department, IT. Ray, LCD. Having problems with the LCD uploads, it wants us to upload past and present data to make the display work, and this automatically uploads to CC? This is a huge risk. If one thing gets corrupted, we could lose everything. Please remove requirement for past data. Interesting. This could corrupt everything. (laughs) (laughs) Dana, you want to do the last one? Sure. Okay. Date, 18 December, Department Security, re-passwords. I'd have thought by now everyone here was sick of sticking puzzles, puns, and riddles where they don't belong, but now they're all over this office? It's not funny, and it's not appreciated by anyone. Okay, so the passwords are puns and riddles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, rape. Oh, passwords. Smart. Yeah, so it says the subject line is passwords, and then there's stuff about sticking puzzles, puns, and riddles where they don't belong, and it's in the security room. Uh, Okay, so is there anything on the complaints box that's, um, like, if we flip the complaint box over, is there anything on the bottom of it? (laughs) All good. On the back of it, stuff like that, you know what I mean? You find an Allen key. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're all good, you have exhausted the complaints box. Okay, so there's, okay, so there there were doors uh, on either side of the hallway, door to our left, door to our mm-hmm. right. Uh, are there name plates? Uh, I mean, are there name plates on those doors that we can yeah, see? Yeah, like the departments yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which one would you like to look at first? Left, left or right? That was very certain. All right, the door <laughs> on the left, it's made of light, basically just transparent glass. There are words embossed on it, and it's the Peak Conference Room. P E E K? P E A K E. That's more how people spell it as a name, right? Yeah. That's pretty namey. You have a wonder who Peak is, and it's probably just some guy who donated way too much money to keep this show going. Therefore, probably someone you don't like very much. Hmm. You take a look at the door handle, but it doesn't move. It's locked, and it looks like it wants a five-digit combination to open. Okay. Uh, fi- uh, five five numerical digits. Yeah, correct. Okay. Before we look at that, can can we look at the other door and just see what the what it says on that door first? Yeah. Oh yeah. So this door, it uh, okay, it doesn't have embossed writing on it quite the same way. First of all, you notice that right up the top above it is the word studio, and it's got one of those big red lights that TV or radio stations have that let you know when people are recording inside. Uh, mm. It's off right now, thankfully. No one's in there. And you've had more than enough of red lights shining in your face. This door, not only is it also locked, it's locked with three locks. 
each of which requires a four-letter combination to open. Ooh, letters. Now, there is a sheet of paper taped to this side of the door, and it appears to be for teams of workers to write their team names down to reserve use of the studio. And at the moment, there are three teams written down there. Okay. The first one is called Team Equal and Light. Equal and Light. L-I-G-H-T? Yep. And then the second team is called Team Stern and Middling. Hmm. Okay. And then the third team is Team Caring and Type. TV people have weird names. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, should we look at the central command door? The central command unit. It's protected by this thick wall of glass. It looks itself, it's a bit like when a 1960s sci-fi movie wanted to portray a fancy computer. So it's huge, tall, broader than you, all silvery, all buttons. There's a keyboard, bunch of lights, and a small black screen in the very center. You take a look at this glass wall that's cutting you off from it, and there is a door built into it with a digital lock on it. Locks everywhere. The lock says, Command Center Hallway. Enter hallway access code. And it looks like it wants six digits. Mm-hmm. All right, so you have officially found all of the problems. <laughs> okay, well, Is, Danny, can we can we look at the ground? Anything on the ground? Anything in the ceiling? Hey. Good idea in this hallway. No, nothing interesting. Okay. So that's, so that's, we've now seen everything in this hallway. There's just two doors, one on either side, the computers at the one end, the elevators at the other end. There's a complaints box. Yep. You have successfully observed everything in the hallway. Can I share to the team some thoughts? Uh, Not, not strategy. I'm just gathering thoughts and and I I invite everybody else to do the same. Mm -hmm. So uh, on the left side door, the peak conference room, I, I, uh, part of me is like peak might be missing letters that would have spelled a real word, um, mm-hmm. you know, speaker mm-hmm. conference room, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like we, we have a lot of themes about, or, or puzzles or, or information about like missing digits or missing letters, uh, since like we have the elevator thing. My other thought, I haven't really had a chance to really think about it, but, um, the team, equal and light, stern and middling, caring and type. It could be synonyms for both things. It could mm-hmm. be like connector words that they yep. share. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's three teams on the right side, the right door, three codes. It might correspond to that. Yeah, that was the first thing that came yeah. to my mind. Yeah, and and I don't know. Yeah, connector words, Karen, was the first thing that popped into my into my mind. Yeah, equal and light, stern and middling, caring and type. Yeah, that they're both paired off with some third word, or that there's a there's a common transposition, some some sort of thing like that. Yeah, and each one is a four letter word. Right. Exactly. Oh, it just seems like the, the three and the three right would match. That was sort of where my brain went. Hmm. Caring and type. What a strange mm. pairing of words. The others, the others yeah. seem more like equal and light. Okay, stern and middling. Mm. But caring and type, that's kind of an oddball one, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Type, type, font, mm. genre, kind. Kind! Oh, mm, kind. There you go. Kind, wow, caring. Wow, talking oh, there we go. You guys mm-hmm. are so... There we go. Okay. Talking helps. <laughs> yep, yep. You... 
type in the word kind into that bottom lock mm. and uh, a green light shows up. That one is unlocked. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> equal, oh, how about uh, fair? Fair, yeah. Like, I was just going to say fair. Yeah, right. You yeah. stick that one in another green light. Stern and middling. What is middling? Uh, like oh, average? Uh, mean, mean. There it mean. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. You put mean in and the third light lights up. The door handle will now turn to let you in. Let's go in. Yay. Let's go in the right Very door. <laughs> All right. What you enter is probably as you expected. It's a small audienceless TV studio. In the very middle, there's a large rounded desk for presumably the host to sit at. And there are two chairs for guests beside that. Behind the big desk is a large LCD screen. Two cameras are pointed towards the set, one of which has an auto cue set up beside it. What is an auto cue? Oh, an auto cue. Yeah, that's fair. Ah, different words. Sometimes things (laughs) get regional. So yeah, finally, um, after that teleprompter, and over to one side, there is a huge display board with a bunch of words, numbers, and percentage symbols. Uh, They remind you of something you've seen on gambling ads, uh, just a betting board. Oh, okay. Mm. When we look at that display board with the numbers and symbols and things like that, is it anything we can make out? Does it just seem like random numbers and symbols? Well, the numbers seem a little random. There's just lots of percentages, and you assume it has something to do with betting. When you actually start to read these sentences, uh, you can tell, and perhaps you should have noticed this, it's all about you mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. TV show. You see some disjointed sentences. Uh, like the very first one says, yell at boss, 55%. And then drop wedding cake, 64%. And that's when you start to say, okay, the audience got to vote on what they thought I would do every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little insulted by the 64% for drop wedding cake, but okay. And so you keep having a read of the rest and they're all very familiar things that either did or almost happened. Fight with your future in-laws, 90%. Find secret room, 37%. Get arrested, 23%. Set fire to wedding certificate, 50%. (laughs) Eat popcorn, 85%, presumably from the the time you were in the movie theatre. Set off alarm, 41%. And then the last one makes you frown for a moment. Have galeophobia, 33%. Whoa. We like that. Yeah, you you have to stretch your memory, but you may know what it means. Galeophobia. G A L. I mean. G A L E O. G A L E O. Karen, I think this is just, your domain. We, we, yeah. Uh, it it's, would be Greek. Mm, it's, it's sharks. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Galeophobia. Okay. All right. Okay. That was in the water episode. Mm. Oh, because there yeah. was the mechanical shark. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mechanical shark. So yes. these were all things that people thought might have happened in your previous episodes, presumably because they've seen this happen before in previous episodes. So they were right. trying to see how you do compared right. to the other ones. Okay. Yep. Oh, can we look at the door we just came in? Sadly, the look at the door rule seems to only be interesting in, in the hallway. On this side of the door, <laughs> just checking. Nothing there. 
good. Okay. Good well, we got a bunch of okay. We got a bunch of stuff in the room. Um. So there's there's mm. two chairs. Anything with the two chairs that is not chair like or that we might want to mm-hmm. check out. Kinda actually. So mm. these two chairs sitting next to the host desk, they're angled so that the camera can catch their faces, so they can have a good conversation. They look like they're the same basic design. But they're very different from one another. One of them, perfectly normal chair. You would be happy to sit in it. The further out one from the host desk, you don't even know if you could sit in it. It is high and it is narrow. It is not designed for you. Hmm. Okay. There's a giant. Well, it would have to be an extraordinarily beanpole giant if it were. It's it's Slenderman. The Slenderman! That's the answer to this whole puzzle. A Slenderman may be able to fit in it. I was picturing uh, a ventriloquist dummy is what I pictured. Or that. That may not be uh, what I'm supposed to think. That also also does sort of... It also does sort of fit, like, Hmm. what you are picturing for the chair's proportions. Hmm. Like a bird perch... <laughs> like, like who you know yeah okay can yeah. we inspect mm. the the desk like what's on the desk mm-hmm. yeah this desk it's basically all clean spotless all it has on it is one fancy laptop uh it's on but it's not logged in so of course it wants a password and you unabashedly click on the hint button that it's showing there <laughs> and it says that the hint is guest two Guest two. All right. So well, seems seems like that corresponds to the perhaps not normal chair. That would be guest mm-hmm. two, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and possibly the the auto cue. So maybe we should inspect the auto cue to see if anything is displayed on that or anything is going yeah. on. With that. Yeah. 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 Is it powered on or is it is it manual? Can uh, we see what the script is? You can absolutely turn it on and some big words pop up on it. Um, The date up the top, quite recent. Now, the one problem is there must be some weird way to make it scroll that you don't really Mm. understand. So you can't get further up or down. You can just see the words that are right in front of you. Mm. But that's okay. They might be helpful words. Who knows? So what you read is, thanks to our guests, but enough about next season. Now let's drop in on our current star. I I know you have a lot of burning questions. Let's get ourselves all caught up. Creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that certainly sounds like the host's script. Um, Mm -hmm. Burning questions. I wonder if it's related to fire, something with the the thing with fire that happened. And importantly, it says thanks to our guests, but enough about next season, which means that if we're going to figure out who the guest number two is, it must have something to do with the next season of the show. So mm. somebody, oh, somebody, I, maybe somebody who can speak to that. So I did we, trying to figure out who the second guest was. And since all yeah. the seasons are the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to. Yeah. So, Dana, I mean, you know, depending on how long the seasons of the show are, like, do we start with a child? Is that seat for. <laughs> it doesn't look unchild sized. Definitely. It would have to be a very small child, but yeah. not impossible. So um, there's two cameras and each one is pointed mm-hmm. at one chair, right? Uh, not exactly. Oh. So one of the cameras is pointed more or less at the host desk, and it okay. looks like that one would get the guests in it as well. The other one is actually pointed at that bedding board. Oh, it's pointed mm. at the bedding board. Okay. Mm. Can we play with the camera? Yeah. Uh, play... Which one would you like to play with? 
Let's do the one uh, at the at the chair at the guest. Yeah, sure. All right. So you take a look at it. Uh, these are sort of powered on and everything. So you press a few buttons to try to figure out what you're doing with it. Um, annoyingly, it's sort of stuck on the, hey, you want to record something now option. Mm. And you're not sure if you want to do that because you don't know what's on here. And you're trying to press the back button to change to any other settings. It seems like it's broken. Mm. So that one you can't okay. actually do too much with. How else can we get into this laptop? Did we check the uh, the LCD screen? Hmm. Mm. There's an LCD yeah. screen there. That's us. not the bedding Behind board. us, right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a big screen. It looks like it has its power on. It's not displaying anything right now, except for just in one of the corners, the small words, waiting for upload. Yeah. Okay. And that was, okay. that was referenced in one of the uh, complaints. It talks about having mm. problems with the LCD uploads. It wants us to upload past and present data to make the display work. So mm. that may be something we have to just use later. Yeah. Um, uh, can we inspect the other camera looking at the bedding board? Mm-hmm. So this one, hey, it actually seems like it's working a bit better. You can actually press back and you find yourself in a big index of all the recording files. Mm. Quite a lot. And just because, you know, why not? It seems to make sense. You open up the most recent one and you let it play for a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's the betting board, all right. Uh, this is actually clearly the boring footage. Maybe someone's talking about it off camera. They've got a voiceover or something talking through the statistics. But yeah, there is nothing much to look at. It just looks exactly the same as it does in person. What about uh, what about the other files in the index? There's a lot to go through. In fact, uh, should you choose to go back through them, you find one that looks like a pretty recent one. And um, it's very similar, mm. except the bedding categories are different when oh. you go back. Because mm. presumably it's for an older season. The whole wedding escape stuff wasn't happening yet. So there were very different events. And they're a lot more generic. You may not need them until later, though. So if you're getting like an information overload, we can always we can always wait on it. We'll as come well. back. Cool. And so that so 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 both cameras had some sort of data in them. Can we? Uh, it's it's talking about uploading things to the LCD or taking. Um, these uh, one these cameras don't seem to have that. Annoyingly, there must be some sort of intermediary. Mm. Like perhaps it goes into a computer and then the computer does the upload. Oh, interesting. So the camera, we can't take we can't take cards or anything like that out of the cameras. Okay. Not as far as you can tell. Okay. This so, Slender Man think... chair freaks me out. I don't like what. I think we need to. I think we need to dwell more. Yeah. So guest number two, we think, is the Slender Man chair, right? <laughs> and and yeah. they yeah. said that um, that the thing is full of puns, and the teleprompter is like burning questions. Like it has. It feels yeah, like a pun yeah, to something, yeah, and on the display yeah. board, oh. on the betting board, there is stuff about fire and other things. I wonder if 50%. that's related. Okay, so I mean, just as a reminder, so there was the other conference room mm -hmm. that had a five-digit numerical code that it wanted. Mm -hmm. um, we have the light-up numbers on the elevator. There were six numbers that were lit. And, uh, I mean, we also have the, the complaints... Do you remember a specific detail about the left door? It was it's, glass. Uh, mm -hmm. It said the peak peak conference room, which we mm -hmm. thought yep, might be speaker that's... conference room. Oh, if we look inside, can we look inside the room through the glass? You oh. can absolutely look through the glass. Let's go. Let's go 
press our grubby little faces up against that glass. Good <laughs> thought, Dana. Thank you. So you peek through that glass. Uh, it's pretty clear. It's actually, you get a decent view of stuff. You can't see absolutely everything in perfect detail, but you got a pretty good chance. All right. So there's a big conference table in the center with some chairs around it, as there probably should be. Uh, behind that is a huge graph that's sitting on an easel facing you. You look over to the right side of the room and there's a huge map of the world hanging on the wall. And then you look at the left and you see a corkboard with a bunch of photos on it. And then just somewhere on the floor, you see a big old stack of thin boxes that look very much like they might contain tapes, DVDs, something of that nature. What does the graph look like? Uh, the graph, from what you can read, it's titled Top Online Viewer Numbers Per Live Stream. Okay, again, it's about you, clearly. Uh, so it's just one big red line on the graph, starting in the bottom left corner, doing a lot of zigzags. There's one really high point, a couple of really lows. It's actually a depressing number of lower middles. <laughs> they didn't enjoy my pain. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Are there any on the map of the on the map of the world? Are there any mm -hmm. pins in the map, or ribbons, or any sort of markations of any kind? All right. So as far as you can see, the map it covers basically the entire wall. It's the entire world map. Every country. Uh, you think you can see? It's a little hard from here because it's very small to try to fit everything in. You think that every country has its name on it, and there's something else going on there maybe it's a pin you can see something you can't tell what it is but it looks like there's something beside like every country name mm. but you might have to wait until you get inside to see exactly mm -hmm. what that is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right okay. what about let's look left in the corkboard with pictures and photos and such mm. so you can't tell too much about the exact nature of the photos from here what you can see is two big words at the very top of that board that say casting blake and Blake is the name of your fiancé and gives you a bit of a funny jolt to realize they're auditioning for the role of fiancé for the next cast. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I wonder if one of those people is for the goes in the high chair, like for next season. <laughs> Anything on the stack of thin boxes? You can't see too much about them from here another wait until you get in yep and anything it's... we can see on the table and chairs mm. uh the chairs don't look very interesting at all they're just slightly askew as if people mm. left in a hurry which great that was what you were hoping for um and on the table it looks like there's a collection of ipads or tab or similar tablets but again can't tell much about them at this stage can't tell much about them yeah yeah we gotta get in there mm -mm. yeah really it's just that graph is big enough that you can see in amazing detail Everything else, not so much. Okay. So, I mean, uh, there's numbers on the graph? Yeah. What do we see as far as numbers on the graph? Oh, is there anything in particular you'd like to look at? Because it's a pretty long graph. There oh, are lots okay. of numbers. Peak. The biggest peak. There is one single big peak, and that is at 89,500 viewers. Okay. So we try 89500 as the five-digit code. Yeah, on this left the peak door? of the chart. On this, on the yes, peak. Ah, it's the peak of the chart. Yeah, yeah. Dana. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris. the door opens. You did it. Ah, all right, great. Yeah. Now you can explore properly. All okay, right, let's look let's... at the map. So the map, exactly as you said before, 
every country has its name. And now you can see that it wasn't a pin on every country. It was actually a number that's also there. Every ah. single country has a number. Mm. Uh, as far as you can tell, they're random. You don't see any pattern connecting them. You try connecting the dots, but it's really hard when there are like almost 200 of them mm. uh, and it doesn't look like it makes anything. Yet You can't see a direct pattern with those numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're probably okay. going to find something with a bunch of countries or languages match and then mm-hmm. get the number from the Man- match. Translate over to the language. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, let's take let's take a look at this cork board. Yeah, let's see if there's mm. anything other than these Blake photos. Yeah, this is a biggie. Okay, so there are first of all rows of photos, like a whole bunch per person. Uh, it's like you've got I think there were eight people, and each of them has a collection of photos themselves. Like the production wanted to see them in various poses, mm. and they're kind of strange. Not quite what you'd have thought. Like the very first photo has each person dressed up like a certain 50s high school musical themed movie uh, with interesting <laughs> hairstyles. Grease. <laughs> yeah, very, it very strongly resembles that. Then the second lot of photos, uh, they're all sitting with a very traditional Thanksgiving dinner in front of them. Okay. Feast. I wonder the if next... these are mapped to countries on the map. Like oh, the first the one, Greece. Oh, Greece, mm-hmm. Turkey. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Greece, Turkey. Okay, yep. All right, now the next one uh, has the actor solving a possibly unbranded puzzle cube. Okay, so uh, like Rubik's a Rubik. Thing. Yeah. Okay. It, it <laughs> um, might be a Rubik, but you can't be sure. Sure, 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 it, sure. All, all you've got is it's a cube. Okay, okay. Cuba. Cuba. There you go. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Greece, okay. Turkey, Cuba. All right, next one. Uh, they're standing in the rain outside a bar. Bahrain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. They're just walking through a door. Door and entry. Walk in. Enter. Ecuador. No. Ec- uh, oh. uh, that's good too. Um, yeah, there's more than one country with yeah. door in it. Billy, why didn't you catch that in playtest? Uh, <laughs> oh man, there are so many doors. Why did I not notice these America's El doors? Salvador, the point oh, is, man. all there is in this photo is a door. A door. Yeah. Okay. A door. Um, a door. Walk the door. Enter the door. Door. Door frame. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Dora. Uh, okay, a door something. I, I'm, I, I'm blanking. Something door. El Salvador, Ecuador, door something. That is totally fair. It yeah. turns out there are multiple door countries yeah. that weren't playtest picked up on. My favorite door country, as it turned out, was Andorra. Mm. Oh, goodness. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> there is a door. Door, yeah. if your grammar is bad, there is an door. Andorra. Andorra. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, getting Ecuador and El Salvador, that totally counts. I have, okay, I go to the complaints oh. box. <laughs> this still. <laughs> I out a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, so the second last photo, each person is putting a mouthful of very spice filled food into their mouths. Chili. Chili. Uh, chili. chili. And in the final photo, each actor is pointing to their chin. China? Thinking? China? No. Is it China? Yeah. Is it China? 
China. China. That's the one. China. Ah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, just to overload you even more with this, fantastic. Now, at the bottom of this board, you also find that there's a bit of a stack of paperwork that's got names and a few facts about each of these actors. Mm. Well, well I, let's, let's it, get these numbers from the map. Yeah, that's. I was just gonna. I was gonna say. Mm. Let's let's let's. If before we do anything else, let's get our list of numbers here. Your geography is pretty good, so it only takes you a couple of seconds to go through the countries. Damn uh, right. So, <laughs> Greece. Greece has a little number 21. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Turkey has a little number 14. Cuba, a little number one. Bahrain, a nine. Andorra, Ecuador, El Salvador, a number 18. <laughs> nice. Okay. Chile, a five. And China a four. All right. Okay. All right. And that would be keep these handy. Uh, this is probably a, a word. Um, so oh, yeah. twenty. Let's see. T is twenty. Z U. Something E D. You're mm-hmm. lining the numbers up with the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And the solution is unaired. Yes. Unaired. Strangely relevant to what you're doing. Unaired episode. Yes, indeed. Yes, Hmm. indeed. Okay. Not really any way to input that right now. Uh, Not right now. Not right now. Squirrel it away thing. All right. Let's Um, look at this stack of paper while we're here. So uh, you can see there's a link there to have a look at these uh, these papers. Uh, And uh, for anybody at home, you can also uh, see this full thing uh in the show notes below but karen i don't think you got to read one of the complaints would you like to start having a read through some of this describe what you're looking at for our audience at home i am looking at square proportion mugshot not mugshots uh, like uh like profile photos of people headshots they're called um (laughs) and there's information about each one uh for example and just just for fun, you can say whatever you want about these people because this is from one of those fake people generator websites. I was gonna guess. So, yeah. not, you know yeah. what? I was gonna guess that they just something about it. I just had it set off my uh, procedurally generated human alarm. Mm. <laughs> so they're which I, which I got him for Christmas. <laughs> Very handy. Um, I so there are eight of them, eight entries. And for example, the first one uh, has information such meta information such as name, Benjamin, age 25, education, major physics, favorite hobby is ant farms, Mm. a red flag, Uh, closest (laughs) person, dad, Jacob. And Mm. I'll read the second one. I won't read all of them. I'll read the second one. um, Name, Lena, age 31, education major, mathematics, favorite hobby, skiing, closest person is school friend alex this is kind of to me Mm. feeling like a logic puzzle grid deal maybe not oh maybe we'll get pointed towards like one of these people at some point Mm. or two of these people or something like that rather than all of these things but i'll i'll read the the next two um uh next the third person name rose she's a, a blonde-haired woman uh age 36 education major music favorite hobby jogging closest person twin sister abigail um next person name tamara age 37 education major astronomy favorite hobby video games closest person daughter brooke okay and then the next two people uh the first one's named is nicole she's 28 her education major is greek favorite hobby is abseiling Closest person, baby brother Stephen. 
Uh, and then the, sec- the next person's name is Toby. He's 30. Uh, his education major is civil engineering. His favorite hobby is cryptocurrency. He looks like somebody who would be into cryptocurrency. <laughs> and then the, the closest person is his best friend, Joel. And then we have the last two here. We have uh, Caleb, age 38, education major English. His hobby is cooking, and he's close to his older brother, Luke. And then the last person is Megan. She's 29, education major architecture. Favorite hobbies. <laughs> Favorite hobby is sleeping. I, I really feel you on this one, <laughs> Megan. Yeah, same. Uh, and her closest person is her roommate, Kelly. Okay. Doesn't seem like there's anything like right now we can do with this. We could probably still keep looking at this room. So let's see. We looked at the, uh, I think the the map, the graph, the corkboard, and the photos. Uh, there's a stack we need to of look at those oh, iPads. Oh, let's look the at those iPads. iPads. Okay, iPads on the table. iPads on the table. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so uh, these iPads, you press them. There are seven of them all together, and uh, you turn them on. Hey, these ones do not need a password. That's a relief compared to everything else. So they open right up, and every single one of these seven opens up on the exact same thing, which presumably is what they were working on before their meeting was so rudely interrupted. And so that's one picture that is going to be sent to you. This one's a bit of a quicker one than the others. Again, again, for people listening at home, uh, this uh, you can see this in the show notes below. Um, but uh, would one of you like to read out what we're seeing here? Oh, on these okay, okay. So we okay. everybody yeah. was looking at this. It was a checklist. It was there. We go. So we were doing like a, pre- a matrix. <laughs> yeah. So female presented each of these. Um, there's five items. Each of them has a green check mark next to the in the checkbox. Female presenting. If dark hair. Uh, less than 35 years old, or less than 35. If close with family, likes outdoors. If older than 30, STEM qualified. If likes indoors, dark hair. So all of these all of these uh, qualifications uh, for, I'm guessing, uh, the next Blake have been, must have been fulfilled because they all have green check marks next to them. Therefore, we have to find the person on the audition photos in which for which all of these things are um, true. So, so far, Lena is looking good because she has dark hair. She is under 35 Mm -hmm. and she's over 30. And Uh she is, uh, she did mathematics for her. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. she didn't say that she's close to her family, but that doesn't seem mandatory. Yeah. It says if she is close to the family, she likes yeah. the outdoors, but she's not close to their family, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and if she, she likes indoors, she has dark hair. She does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, again, that doesn't exclude her. Yeah. So And then let's right. go down. Oh, if dark hair. Okay, so... I assume, so what does it mean by female presenting? Does that mean like we're only looking at the female casting or, or obviously? Exactly. Female? Okay, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Rose, Rose does not qualify because Why? Rose is Rose is over the age of 30, but she is not STEM. So no. Yep. Uh, Get out of right. here, Rose. Okay. Right. Tamara. And Tamara. Uh, over she 35. Oh, yep. nope. She's close with her family, but she doesn't like the outdoors. She's close to her daughter, Brooke, but she does not like the outdoors. Yeah. And she, she has, has dark, dark hair, hair but is, is over 35 as well. Sure. So she's she's doubly out, at least. Nicole is under the age of 30, 
Uh, so it doesn't matter. Oh, oh, she. Hmm. She's close she, to her brother hmm. Stephen, and she what? does she, like the and out- she abseils. Abseiling is like rappelling, rock climbing. Oh, yeah, okay. So okay. Nicole I don't know qualifies. what that is. <laughs> so she doesn't have dark hair, so it doesn't matter. Uh, she is close with her family, and she does like the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, she not, doesn't not say she likes the indoors, so it doesn't matter. And she's over thirty. You know, she's under thirty. So it seems like Nicole also qualifies potentially. Well, let's come back. Isn't it just isn't it just the way when it comes to casting that sometimes there can be multiple people who are perfect for a role, so they just have to pick based on their favorites. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Lena and Nicole both technically qualify. Last one, Megan. She doesn't have dark hair. If she likes indoors dark hair, so she's ruled out, then I would say. Yeah. Oh, because her favorite slob- hobby is sleeping. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Okay, so uh, that means that Lena and Nicole both technically qualify for this. Yeah, so then, who did they pick? Who did they pick? Is there anything on the on the board uh, do we see pictures of Lena and Nicole on the on the board? Because there's pictures of all of the actors. Yeah, they totally had all of the hilarious poses as well. Okay, but and there's there's nothing, nothing on the board new. that indicates who they picked. No, there isn't. Mm-hmm, hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Let's... You think the weird chair is for ski poles or skiing stuff? <laughs> the skinny chair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, baby brother Stephen closest person oh what if it's for a what? baby <laughs> what if yeah. they were like what if they were on the set right here's our next season next season's guest and her closest person her baby brother <laughs> yeah mm. weird. If you, totally but if you remember the auto cue did say all right enough about next season mm-hmm. so there was definitely some next season stuff happening and Ooh. that and that chair is both high and very small and possibly suitable oh, for someone the for size a of a ventriloquist dummy is it for a child, this high chair? Is it a high chair? It very chair. much looks like a child could comfortably fit in there if they were small oh, enough. Okay. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So not yeah. the Slender Man. I, yeah. you know, in my head, okay. it was like, a, yeah, it was literally a Slender Man chair, not a baby high chair. <laughs> I listened to too many episodes with the weird funhouse oh. stuff happening. I was okay. like, it's okay. Okay, so does okay, so I mean if if that's what we're supposed to figure out that they went with Nicole and they had Nicole and her favorite person oh their closest person yeah, was the baby yeah. brother Stephen. If Stephen was guest number two, then see the password on the, the laptop go back. Stephen, mm. yeah. Okay. You type so in Stephen to that we got, laptop. We ran over there real fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh you do that. Uh-huh. Laptop opens right up. Okay. That yeah. was the password. Wonderful. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, now you take a look at the laptop. There isn't much on here. Most of what you find is like plain text documents where the host, whoever they are, has written little on-air notes to themselves like, oh, slow down here, make guests keep talking more. Nothing that seems important to you. Until you find a program that has been stowed away in an unlikely looking folder. A program called Data Master. That sounds good. Sorry. You open it up. Garter Master? Sorry, data master. Oh, oh, oh. Data master. <laughs> it's a data master. Hey, data master over here. It's a walk in here. Data master. <laughs> uh, uh, you open that one up and you find it is exactly 
the sort of thing you're after. It uploads and downloads data from other devices. Okay. And right now, it's set up to send all the show's statistical information between itself and the LCD. So you press the button that starts an upload, and the program gives you a message that says, to proceed, please enter some of current season's three key statistic values. What? What? Okay, how are you supposed to know what the three most important statistic values are? Okay. <laughs> three key statistic values. So that implies a number, num- numeric. Oh, well, could it be yeah, three key? Could it be the betting board? Like the, well, uh, yeah. the poll numbers or the percentage numbers? I think it's like the highest um, and the so, lowest mm-hmm. numbers. Well, it so said the three, sorry, enter Any some three? of the current season's three key statistic values. So like the most important mm-hmm. ones is what you said? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what it sounds like. All right. Fight with in-laws, 90%. Uh, arrested, 23%. Eat popcorn, 85%. Set alarm, 41%. Have galeophobia, 33%. Uh, drop cake, 64%. Yell at boss, 55%. There is a secret room that I missed. Uh, I think that was like, find yeah. secret room 41%. Okay. okay. I don't know how to tell which of those are the key <laughs> values. Mm. No. Mm. That's no. the puzzle. That's what I'm looking mm. for. Fascinating. Mm. I see. Puzzle, you say. Okay. All right. <laughs> a puzzle in my escape room. Thanks to our guests. They were talking about, all right, so there's got to be something else. Is it about the fire stuff the burning yeah oh burning oh, so questions. like oh okay. the things that are so fire 15. related yeah alarm ah. would you like to hear what the auto cue says again yes yes very much so right so it said thanks to our guests but enough about next season now let's drop in on our current star i know you have a lot of burning questions let's get ourselves all caught up Okay, drop in on our current. So drop in, drop the cake, right? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, burning question. Set fire to the certificate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Then all caught up. You caught. Catch a shot. Arrested. <laughs> Being arrested. arrested. Oh. oh, arrested. There you go. All caught <laughs> up. Arrested. Okay. Yeah, that's fish. <laughs> so what are the what are what are the numbers for that? So arrested is twenty three. Drop cake is 64, and uh, burning set fire is 50. Bet you're happy you have the calculator now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Carry the nine, and then find the emoji for this, <laughs> which is 137. You type that in, and the computer responds, key statistic values accepted. Uh, yeah. Please enter some of last season's key statistic values for confirmation. <laughs> what? <All right. sighs> okay. Well, we well, have let's... those. We just look at the video. Yeah, let's look at the video. All right. Now you can look and take a closer look oh at that gosh. old okay. betting board right. with the very different categories. Because, yeah, your escape hadn't started yet. So things right. to do with escaping, not really relevant. So this one has much more general things. Lose job, 32%. New love interest, 49%. Fight with Blake's parents. Okay, that one hasn't changed. Uh, 88%. All day beach party, 20%. You did talk about doing that for your birthday. Huh. <laughs> Go to hospital, 
Go back to school, 30%. Unexpected visit from relative, 75%. Pregnancy announcement, 20%. And alarmingly, taken hostage, 14%. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> Drop, burn, Drop. So, yeah, let, let's assume caught. it follows the same pattern. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, drop, burn, caught. Let's you think the follows. beach is burned? Yeah, that makes sense. You're at the sense. beach all day. Sure. I like that. Okay. Unexpected. Oh, oh, drop relatives drop in. Oh. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Oh, there you okay. Go. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. hostage for caught. There you go. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Some of it yep. is, I believe, 1.09. You put 1.09 into the laptop. And the message that pops up now says, data accepted, beginning upload. Fantastic. You are getting stuff into that CCU. And it must have pretty good service here because it looks like the upload is complete in under a minute. And when you look at the LCD, it's now showing you something slightly different. And this is your last image for this room. And for people listening at home, again, you can see this image linked below, but uh, one of our lovely guests will describe it for you so you don't have to strain your eyes. Mm. We have some arrows on the top that say, or (laughs) that indicate down, down, up, down, up. And then it says in LCD letters, of course, upload start, numeral eight, upload end, numeral four. And then below it at the bottom, we have arrows indicating down, down, up, down, up. Yeah, the exact same arrows. Yeah, they are. Okay. okay. Upload start. Elevator upload a- numbers? Oh, no. interesting. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like maybe there's something that we have to start and like a, a map or, or like some sort of grid. And then we, we kind of go... Uh, in spaces in different directions as we get to another destination. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So the elevator, I mean, the elevator, there's, there's the, the one, four, five, six, eight, and nine are all lit. And it's like, Mm -hmm. is it something about like starting on eight? And because of course, all those, those, those numbers all represent floors. Yeah. That was my thought. Or down between floors. Yeah. Right. So like eight and then like, I don't know, but like down, 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 up, down, up. Oh, I see. So, we, so are we skipping seven or are we going on seven? Because it's not mm-hmm, lit up. Mm-hmm. Let's let's try skipping and see what okay, that gives okay. us. So, so so if we follow the skip, it would be what eight to six, six to, to five, five. Mm-hmm. back to six, six to six back to five to five, five. Back to six. <laughs> 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 okay. 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 Upload mm-hmm. end. So. So it's upload and four, but I mean eight, and then it's like down, down, up, down, up. So if it's like eight, and then like, I, I guess that would give me eight, six, five, six, five, six. Um, if if that's what we're doing. Um, so I mean, we could we try that on the uh, access code to the the CCU door. The glass door thing. Uh, you try that. It doesn't work, sadly. Okay. All right. Yeah, that end four definitely seems like yeah the sticking point Shit. that what isn't really four following yeah there. right 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 exactly yeah um so what here actually group help me with the uh-huh. the kind of the, the more meta we're on this laptop we see this are we are we figuring out the code to the hallway door 
or are we still within this laptop? We, I think, okay, so what I believe that we are trying to do is we have the tapes of the old episodes. Uh, we have to, we, we've, we have now uploaded stuff, um, I believe, to the CC. And the other thing we have to do is get those tapes of the old episodes and transfer the data off of them and onto the CC. So we have to bring them into that room. So I think right now what we are trying to do is to solve the six-digit hallway access code to get into the CC room. Yeah. Okay. And and we are when we have five arrows, which implies you know starting with a sequence of five additions, which gives us a total of six digits. So that yeah. seems to line up with what we're trying to get. So yeah, it it feels like our our challenge here is the root finding from eight to four that jibes with those arrows. So, okay. How about this? How about, so if, is there a sequence? It has to be, it has to be up and down, but a unique sequence. Okay. So eight and then down is six and then down one more is five. And then if you go up everything else, then it's nine. And then you go down, but you have to go to, uh, four. It has to end on four. So if you go to one though, then eight, you six, can come five, back nine, up to four. one, four. Okay. So we try eight, six, five, nine, one, four in the door. That glass door slides open gotcha. soundlessly. Yeah, okay, you got right, props go. to Dan yeah. and Chris. You got, I have no idea what you guys just did, but I trust <laughs> you guys, and let's go. <laughs> no number can happen twice. Right. Oh, right. I thought it was one thing where, like, oh, if you land on, then it's off, and then if you bump into a game, you have to turn it back on, and it's like those... those uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I, we leave, yes, we leave the elevator and stride confidently to the complaints box. write a sternly worded letter about uh numbers something and then and then walk into the the, yes and then and then once once finished uh walk to the glass wall and door of the ccu room and step inside all right so i think what you really want to do you just want to like sign your agreement to the last complaint saying get rid of all the puns and puzzles this is stupid. oh yes yeah cosine yeah, yeah. a plus one yeah. we all give a plus one on that <laughs> yeah yeah this we're all, all right. slack yeah you now have basically full access to the central command computer and now you just have to figure out what to do with it so you know that there'll be something that you can do to delete everything on here but you also know you haven't got those tapes on here yet and you take a look and you can't see anything in this machine that looks like it would like insert any sort of tape. So there must be some remote way to do this or something. So it must actually be not right here that that needs doing. Okay, let's go check out the, the boxes in the peaker peak room. So this stack of tapes, it's heaps of little boxes. And you see now, they are all numbered. Uh, you got starting at number one and it goes all the way to the bottom. Again, almost 200 of these little boxes. And you pick up the top one, you open it up. Inside, there is a single SD memory card, just one of the little tiny ones. Annoyingly, there's nothing identifying about it, words or markings or anything like that. But yeah, that's what you've got. You now have almost 200 little SD cards numbered. So, and that was referenced in one of our it complaints. It certainly you was. Know, yeah. Put the SD cards... 
put them back in the boxes, or better yet, transfer data off of them onto the CC. So we know okay. that's what well, we're trying to do. Let's take our 200 uh, SD cards and uh, load them up in our hands and, and carry them into the CC room. <laughs> so I mean, so let's 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 take a look around the the, the room with the CC in it. Um, Annoyingly, you don't see anything in this room that looks like an SD card would go in it. Uh-huh. it. It just doesn't look right for this. And also, all 200 of them, that uh, seems like huh. a pain. That doesn't seem like it's going to work. It, the, yeah. it, there must only be a small amount of these that are actually important. Oh, Let's go to okay. camera one. We, we take the anything. ones that are actually important. <laughs> Whichever <laughs> ones they may be. Yeah. Now, uh, Dana, as for the cameras, uh, it seems like these ones, these teeny tiny SD cards, you have a sneaking suspicion they came from all of the tiny spy cameras that have been watching you over the days and not the kind that came from a studio camera. So they have different compatibilities. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Well, is there anything we can do in the central Mm -hmm. computer room? Is there anything that looks interesting that we could interact with it? It looks like the only thing that you'll want to interact with is the set of controls for when you want to delete stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. You don't want to do that just yet. Uh, can we put these SD cards in the iPads on the room in the, the peak uh, room that we're in? Those iPads on the back of them, they do have a little special slot for oh, micro SD cards. Okay, there we go. But of course, there are only seven iPads. Uh-huh. Okay. Does we still have unaired? Unaired. That we done UN. With? Oh, we haven't used that. That's right. A- uh, well, these uh, SD cards, they're not lettered, but they are numbered. So we want number 21, 21 number 14, 14 number 1, 9, one. 18, number 5, number 4, if my notes are correct. Well, at least yep. let's go yeah. for a start. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, very fortunately, all of those numbers are quite low, so they're near the tops of the piles. You don't need to dig too deeply. You grab those boxes. All seven of those SD cards are in there. Someone did do their due diligence, but that probably means they haven't deleted the footage yet. So you hurry them over to the tablets. You stick them in the SD card slots. And as you do, you look at each screen to see if it has anything interesting going on. For the first six, there's nothing. But when you stick in the seventh one, Suddenly, a word pops up on all seven screens that says syncing, S-Y-N-Z. <laughs> and nah. they got a little, little loading symbol. They're syncing together. Uh, the system must have some way of recognizing when a bunch of good tapes are in at the same time. And then the loading screen finishes, and it says memory transferred to command center hallway. Oh, let's jog back. All right. Last step, you are feeling good. You head straight up to that small screen and keyboard in the CCU. It reminds you of like an old DOS computer, but it must be Uh even older than that. It's waiting for you to type in some command. So experimentally, you type something in. Ask the computer Mm -hmm. how I can locate the final uh, Willy Wonka golden ticket. (laughs) 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 i won't uh, that would be cheating that would be cheating (laughs) you type that in and it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to understand so it just throws back a very generic message at you that says to access and submit commands enter data code word unaired unaired yeah unaired unaired long last you have been sitting on this word for so long and at (laughs) last you get to type it in the password is accepted. Yeah. 
and a list of possible commands shows up on the screen. Oh, yeah. At the very top is confirm episode release. And blah. Then there's a bunch of options for checking, moving various files, reversing things, and then right at the very, very bottom, delete content. Yes. Yeah. For the briefest of moments, maybe, you let yourself consider your options, whether oh, maybe you could just take the program's money, disappear somewhere like they want. I mean, it'd be easier, less chance of some unfortunate legal trouble, and the crew of yous that is helping you out could try again next time, after the next person's airtime is over, in however many years that would be. But, yeah, that thought, that's fleeting. Nine people before you have been scarred by what this show put them through, and you are not going to let it happen to a single one after you. So you delete every goddamn thing. Woo. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You have to get away quite far, quite quickly to avoid any sort of fallout. And then you have to learn how the real world works, the subtle differences between it and the fiction that you were raised in. Turns out there's more than one coffee brand in every town. Who knew? <laughs> and, well, at least your work qualifications seem to have been authentic, so getting another job, while still not easy, it's not as hard as you dreaded. One night, months later, in your apartment, not a house, turns out those things are really expensive out here, you catch an ad for a new movie coming out, and one of the stars looks faintly familiar, and after some time it hits you. That's Nicole, that actress who was going to play the new Blake. Well... That confirms that the company wasn't able to pull the next season together at all after you deleted all their existing content, so they had to let the cast go off to do proper jobs. Maybe they'll be able to scrape something new again in the future, or maybe they'll decide the cost is too high. You'll be paying close attention just in case. But for now, you get ready to go to bed, and you switch off all the lights. Every last one. And that is the end of the arc. Oh, lovely. Yay! Yay! Wow. (laughs) Escape This Podcast is part of Consume This Media. Head to consumethismedia.com for all of our projects. And make sure to tune in next week for Podcast This Escape, where we'll chat with our guests about this escape room.